0: Hey 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 guys! It's me, Coach Tamika James. I am here with another amazing person. I'm so excited about today. I have with me Miss Erica a Adewolu.
1: Wale! Listen,
0: why did I even try to do that? I don't even know. All right. So can we start with the spelling of your name? I love it. I love it. The, love the it. first name, right? Yes.
1: Okay. Erica spelled A A R I K A. Yeah. So it's like Aaron, almost, mm-hmm. but so I have an older brother named Aaron, okay. mom has five children, four boys, one girl, um, and all of us have A names, so oh. the first three have double A's, mm-hmm. the second, or the, the last two have just one A, but all of us, all of all A's.
0: Wow, I didn't expect to yes. hear <laughs> that. Alright. Well I love the way that your name is spelled and yeah. I'm kind of that same boat. I'm a T I'm T-O-N-E-K-A,
1: so okay. people are always mess it up so the yeah. people do the same to you. Absolutely. I get called um Arica all <laughs> the time. I'm not really sure how the two A's draw out the I. Um, I just rarely, maybe three times in my life have had people get it right away. Mm-hmm. And it's usually people who also have difficult names. So those are the people that kind of take the time to phonetically mm-hmm. sound out, or you know, get the concept of how my name is spelled. Yeah. Um, but I'm used to correcting people gently, you know, especially if I know we're gonna build a relationship or see each other more than one time but sometimes if it's once, I might not even correct the person okay. that's kinda like, yeah, it's Erica, spell it how you need to.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I had a feeling when I met you that it was spelled some other way. Really? So when I met you, I said, well, how do you spell that's it? Because funny. I don't know. And it, it may be something about like when you're
1: fabulous and no, you're amazing. No. for, I don't know, like seriously uh yeah so well, i don't know yeah but I um know. yeah i do appreciate that though because growing up that was always a thing right Like you would meet me and then they'll be like oh it matches you mm-hmm. know like your personality mm-hmm. definitely matches your name and i'm like yeah. okay they i didn't name it. myself so okay they said yeah. it right yeah
0: so let's get into sure talking about exactly who you are to the world. Now, a lot of people know you as the wife of CEO Maddie J. Yes. So can we begin to talk about like, what's your space in in, in that world of being his wife?
1: Yes, okay, yes. So I actually gave myself the name CEO Miss Maddie Mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, with our dynamic, Mm -hmm. uh, we're very partner oriented. Um, And when I say partner, I don't mean we're equal, we do the exact same things, Mm -hmm. we're on the same level with everything, because I don't think that that's the way that partnership works all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, very rarely, you know, you see partnership work that way. Mm -hmm. Uh, But when you look at partnership, it's it's usually two people who play completely different roles in the business to make it work or to make it thrive. Mm -hmm. So that's actually how we work uh, together. But it got to a point where I was getting phone calls every single day to take care of certain people, or to, to you know make connections with a clientele. And instead of you know introducing myself as, hey, I'm Erica, and then they're like, who's Erica? Uh, and then I'm like, oh, I'm Maddie's wife. Da, 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 da. Now this unnecessary 10 minutes of dialogue um, comes about. I get right to the point, hey, it's Miss Maddie. So when they see that name, they know right away, oh, he told me his wife was going to call, or this is the person need to talk to. let Let's get to business. And that's usually the, the nature um, of us and our clients and our relationship with each other. We're ready to, to get it done and work together in whatever it is that we set as our goal. We're ready to get right to it. So that just kind of cuts out the fluff. Um, As far as our dynamic together or being his wife, um, it's just, it's, to me, it's like taking the the term uh, treat your marriage like a business to the next level. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I never knew how that looked or how that worked um, until I walked into it, right? Because when it comes to marriage, when it comes to, Uh, working with someone, that your your spouse, Mm -hmm. there's no blueprint, there's no workbook, there's no guide, there's nothing that you really have to kind of go off of other than knowing people who have the same or similar experiences. But for me, we're both not from Atlanta, where we now reside, we're from California. So all of our friends and family that we grew up with, that we're very familiar with, are back home.
0: So I walked into the Twilight Zone. Mm, so well, tell me about the
1: Twilight Zone. So <laughs> first of all, I was not an entrepreneur before leaving my husband. I worked Not even Harvard. a little bit? Not even, well, I've always had it in me as mm-hmm. far as having a side hustle or something that I'm good at, right? Making connections with people, getting paid for those kind of things. Okay. Um, my hair, you know, it's like I got to the point where I'm like, I'm just going to have extensions on the side. So whenever someone calls me, I have them ready take money like that, you know, but I've always valued that stability. Um, I've, I've grown up with, you know, my father was a serial entrepreneur, but my mom was like one job only. She's only had one career her entire life. How did that know? work in the household? Well, they weren't together um, once they had me. Okay. Um, so, you know, he had moved on, new family, all that good stuff. Um, but mom, we, we still had a really close relationship, all of us, right? Um, so I saw mom working hard, um, you know, the village raised us, right? Grandparents heavily involved. Um, her sisters were always in our, you know, just it's just like the village thing, right? Like everyone contributes to the well being of the children in, in right. the family. Um, and so mom worked a lot because she really wanted us, especially having poor boys, to have a better lifestyle, better quality, better choices, better environments. Um, so she worked a lot. And my dad was like opposite. He was a workaholic as well, but in his own you know, space. He was a chiropractor. He was the doctor for the Lakers for a while. Mm. Um, so he had a really, you know, extensive background when it came to entrepreneurship. So I saw him working even harder than her, but for himself, his own empire. Uh, and then I saw her getting up, clocking in every day. And so it was, it was like two different worlds. Actually, I yeah, would be home with mom, and we have one simple kind of like regular regimen. And then I'm going to be with dad and it's like, we're up at 4 a.m. We're on a flight here. We're doing the same kind of thing I do with my husband, okay. ironically. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but that's how it was growing up for me. Mm-hmm. You know, so I got to see the best of both worlds uh, when it came to corporate and entrepreneurship. And it was like I was struggling the fence. I didn't know what to choose. So um, because of that like fear of not knowing where to go, I went through the safe route. What's safe to you? Safe to me is the corporate thing, right? So I'm gonna go to school, which I did. I went to school for psychology. I finished in my four years, Mm -hmm. and then I got a career right away. And my next plan was to make some investments on the side, but still have my income coming in, right? So I was looking at properties. I was looking, you know, to flip houses, to get duplexes and things like that. Those were my plans, literally shopping for houses when my husband came along. And so, when, uh, so, yeah, so that was like my safe route, right? Like, let me go and do the corporate thing and then also have some youth and some time and some energy to play around and really build my wealth outside of my corporate job because we all know it's capped, it's very structured. You have yeah. to play by the rules and I mean, you can know people and kind of skip the line a couple times, but mm-hmm. you're still going to take that work, you know? And I, I was growing up in the era of. Um, you know, entrepreneurship is becoming a thing, a bigger thing for people. It's always been there, but it was always kind of like foreign. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now it's very, you know, we're, we're very fluent in in uh, yeah. in entrepreneurship in this day and age. So I was getting to that. That I was growing up in that era where I'm like, okay, I, I, I need freedom too. I can't keep looking out the side of the, the door, like right. the window, and I wanna be out there and it's a good weather, but I'm stuck in this cubicle, you know? So in my mind, I never thought I would always be in a corporate. I just was playing it safe as far as taking the route to entrepreneurship mm-hmm. do my corporate job. So I didn't plan on leaving or you know, stressing out or um, hustling, you know, grinding it out, you know, mm-hmm. until I found the thing that I wanted to do as an entrepreneur. I wanted to play safe. So that's exactly what I what I did, and then okay. things changed.
0: Now tell me, I know something about the fact that you were considering becoming an attorney. Yeah. So wait, wait, how like do people know that about you? I- Tell us about it. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I know it's, it's very shortly. But... Yeah,
1: I never got into law school okay. or even applied for that matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I'm the kind of person that I can't say what I want until I establish what I don't want.
0: Oh, that's good. That's you know what what really I mean? good.
1: So I was very open even uh, in high school. I took a medical assistant class because I hadn't yet decided where I wanted to go in life. So oh. I'm like, let me do everything. Like. Literally, anything that they would let me do, like, and I don't care if it was like, tr- learning how to change a tire. At least I know I don't wanna do that, you know? I
0: identify, Erica, <laughs> because I did the same thing. Yeah. I'm like, if I don't know which one is gonna be the thing, Right. I need to try it Let all. me use
1: process of elimination, right? Yeah, And exactly. so that's exactly what I was doing. So, I'm like, should I be a doctor? And so I did medical assisting and it was not for me, like. What part of that was not good to you? The people all but. the time was very scary for me, mm-hmm. um, especially having a big family. When one kid gets sick, the whole house is shut down. Mm-hmm. Everyone's getting sick. It's a, it, it it's going to be a good two three weeks in the house for everybody. You know. Mm-hmm. So I didn't like that feeling of like, okay, I have to be cautious, or I might get sick, and then everyone's sick, and then uh, it's just a big headache for right? mm-hmm. We understand that now with the pandemic how that works. Yeah. Right? But it was that was a foreign kind of situation for a lot of people who didn't have huge households. Mm-hmm. But being one of five. Yeah, like it, it doesn't matter if you've been queen your whole life. If they come home with a stomach yes, boop, 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 boop. exactly. Yeah. So it was just traumatic for me. I didn't like that dealing with the blood, and you never know what you're gonna get if someone's gonna come in with an emergency. And it's—I you just see crazy things. Yeah. I don't feel like you see the same thing twice. Uh, so I did that. It was—it's different, uh, but I decided. Okay. Not no. care. It's not. Negative. Yeah.
0: Negative. Okay.
1: <laughs> so. The next thing, I know I like to talk, I know that I like to defend people, I like to help people. Okay. I was always admiring those uh, roles in the movies you know where there's like this strong woman and she's smart and she's showing off you know who she is and she's helping people right she's like this hero in my eyes right um and so i'm like yeah i can be a lawyer i can be an attorney Awesome, right? And so, also my father, he had lots of lawyer friends and things like that, and my aunt, like his sisters, she's an attorney, so I was kind of a, around these careers to see what their day-to-day looked like. So I was no foreigner to the life of an attorney. So that was my, you know, in my mind, until I finished school, got my job um, working for LA County, and I went out and I met a friend, and he was an attorney and we'd hang out all the time. I mean, like, Friday nights, I already know. He's at the, he's at my job, like, come and get me so we can go hang out, like, okay. you know, because he explained his life was very really stressful Monday through Thursday, right? And so when I expressed to him about law school, we connected on that level, and he's like, yeah, um, I think we should take your time, right? You just go oh, to college. Oh, telling you, yeah. okay, whoa. Well. So, and this is my thing, though. Um, I really enjoy the, the climate that we're in right now with mentorship because it literally helps eliminate a lot of troubles, a lot of fluff, a lot of, some people are still kind of like, you know, guarded when it comes to hiring a mentor Mm -hmm. or getting a mentor for some reason because they feel like I can do it myself. But sometimes mentorship really does save you time, energy, money, resources, all of those things. Had he not come to me, I probably would have been that person that, felt overwhelmed because I've been going to school my whole life yes. and now I need to, you know, so he just kind of encouraged me to take my time with it mm-hmm. and, um, you know, really kind of go out, explore, and, and I have new money now, right, yes. as, as a struggling college student going to corporate, um, just enjoy myself, and that's what I did for about a, a year or so, okay. and uh, once I started thinking about law school again, again met my husband and life changed okay so let's get to the (laughs) husband part okay
0: (laughs) so you meet this you meet this man and there's a story behind you guys meeting and then what what happened like you met and then like how,
1: how long was it before you guys actually got married yeah it was about eight months oh of us like dating, okay, um, courting, however you will call it. I'm not, I'm not very like big on the terminology of everything, and that kind of sparked the brand that I have now with uh, Team Wife Life. Okay. Uh, so wait, so how did everyone feel about the fact that you guys got married so fast? Okay. Yeah, that was crazy. But okay. listen, he is Nigerian, so mm-hmm. in their culture, they marry. Like that's just not a foreign thing, okay. you know. Like as as American women, marriage is like. We don't know. Like maybe you will, maybe you won't, you know what I mean? And so that's how it was kind of um, shown to me. But I guess because I did grow up in a, you know, like a suburban area where I saw many thriving families, we were the only single family on the block. You know what I mean? So for me, I'm like, that stands out. Like that's, I'm nine years old in this Mm -hmm. suburb and I can see everyone, black, white, Spanish didn't matter. Everyone had a family. And I understood the dynamic because their moms didn't have better jobs than my mom, Mm -hmm. but their lifestyle kind of looked a little different than mine. Like I had to kind of sacrifice sometimes and I had to kind of learn how to hustle a little bit. You know, So I would call my grandma like, hey, I need $100. I want to get some new hair or get my hair braided or get a new style or buy some new shoes. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't always ask mom to do those things because I had to consider The whole family, taking in the household, you know, and we never wanted for anything. Don't get me wrong, she was a really, really, really good provider. Mm -hmm. But when I saw the less stress on the other families, I noticed right away. Mm -hmm. They have two parents. Mm -hmm. If mom isn't doing, dad is doing. It's a team effort. So, if when I want a family, when I grow older. I wanna do life with somebody. And yeah. I didn't understand why everybody wasn't doing life with somebody. And like, What the heck is going on
0: out here? <laughs> what? What's with these people? So you
1: know, like things like that allow me to understand life is not perfect. Mm-hmm. Things happen, whatever, right? But it made me very, very interested in how life and relationships work. Yeah. Why they work, why they don't work. And that became something in my heart that I just could not get away from. So it was important for me to uh, find someone or be with someone who was who felt marriage is valuable as well. Um, again, that transitional era that I grew up in was like, no, it's okay to run the streets. That's yeah, what we're doing. Just a
0: little longer, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> let's let's run the streets, right? Or we don't have to get married. It's just a piece of paper, mm-hmm. and everyone doesn't want to be married and all of this stuff. So now you have half of the generation that's like. I don't ever want to see marriage, you know? I just want to live my life, be a bachelor, do what I want all day. And then you have the rest of us who are kind of like, no, I still see marriage in my future. I still feel like it's very important. So that was like, it was weird. It was a weird space. So meeting him, his culture, I think, uh, definitely influenced his decision, right? Yeah. When it comes to the crossroads, I want to be married, especially young, right? We were about 23, 24 when we met. Really? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, and looking back now, it seems very young, but at that time we thought we had it all figured out. Underground is group. Underground is group. Like, mm-hmm. we're good, we've done everything we need to do, marriage is next, you yes. know? So being young and stepping out of our comfort zone and saying, no, we're gonna commit and do life together was absolutely crazy. None of our friends were married. Okay, none of them. Like it it was a very crazy thing for us to do. So when uh, Maddie and I met, he did express to me within the first couple weeks that we were dating, are talking or getting to know each other that he was looking seeking a wife. Like that's mm. his goal, you know, in, in in kind of getting to know me. All I um, want to
0: say is the average woman out there now is looking for this kind of man. Yeah. And they're like, where <laughs> well, is see, the man that's going to ask me to marry that's him? That's the problem though. But you were 20, 24? I was 24. 20, yeah, yeah, so that's it's different.
1: But the problem is women are looking instead of becoming. Mm, oh, ooh, and that is ooh. where I come in with my. Okay. <laughs> that is where I think I we need in. to. I
0: need. I think we need um, to start jumping into that, because you know I know that you're in a, a brand new space right yes. now, and it and it sounds like you're in this space uh, as a result of all of your experiences. Correct. So to me, it sounds like you're using your life to help other people to do life even better. That's what. That's and then you, literally it. Yeah. If I could
1: like put that on a shirt. I'll put that in my
0: bio. Well, this is recorded, so you know, you can can have it.
1: (laughs) That is like literally how I feel about what it is I'm doing, Mm -hmm. and it's just, it's amazing, but it's so, it's so interesting to try to communicate this, why this would be necessary. Why would people need a mentor on relationships? and? Marriage. Like you know, why would yeah. people need a mentor for that? But exactly how you said, certain people have different experiences, mm-hmm. and what you take away from those experiences, mm-hmm. how you are able to share those experiences, and and kind of you know bring about new perspectives, and having an open mind, and getting the lessons from everything, mm-hmm. makes for a great mentor, or makes for a great leader in a certain space. Yeah. So that's exactly what happened uh, okay. with, with the brand.
0: All right, so. Tell me how does this work? Okay. Because you are the wife of CEO Maddie J, yeah. and to my understanding, you play a large role in, in the business that right. he does. Yeah. So you know, you're the woman behind the man. is really making things happen. I don't know if people really know that, but I think you need your <laughs> I credit. I think you need fine all now. of your credit. I think they're finding out. Okay. For sure. you know. uh, right.
1: Yeah. So I like to say he's CEO. Yeah. But I'm COO. Yeah. Oh, right? okay, okay. And uh, not just, you know, with the business, but also in life. Mm-hmm. And so again, when it comes back to that phrase, marriage is a business, that's mm-hmm. where I get that mindset from, where I don't feel less of a person because my role is different, mm-hmm. but I'm in my role respectful, right? Okay. And I'm running, I'm doing everything I need to do. What, what kind of things um, do you do? So he will definitely uh, be the founder of you know, businesses that we operate, like our um, car rental business that we have, uh, teaching business, um, business in a box, uh, building uh, websites, things like that, right? So he would definitely come up with the um, entire business, right, the model, what we're gonna do, how we're gonna do it, all of those great things. It's my job to help him decide how we carry it out. So I'm doing the operation. Executed. Right, right, right. So alongside him, he has this vision, right, of how he wants to do things. He'll put it together, he'll test it. And if it's exactly what he sees, like in his vision, mm-hmm. now I need to step in and make sure the operations are maintained, right? All of these things, everybody is in place. Everyone knows what they're doing every day. Make those systems better, bring them to life make tweaks or changes, if it's just cutting out something that's not necessary or putting something in that's absolutely necessary, that's where I come in to make it, you know. So it's kind of like bringing a, a child a coloring book, right? So you bring them a coloring book, it's not completely blank, there's a template there
0: oh yeah okay and then the the child
1: correct so it's a shape it's a template it's a picture Mm -hmm. but it looks just kind of black and white until the child comes in with the colors and the creativity and all of those greetings so that's me i'm the child that colors in you know may stand the lines i don't know you Mm -hmm. know but he trusts me in that regard to uh be in alignment with his vision and that took a lot of you know uh teamwork and a lot of ups and downs and then differences that we worked out before we were able to be this Fluid, like with, with uh, running the businesses together. Right.
0: So, because you um, handle so much, that tells me and the rest of the world that you're totally capable of doing your own thing. Absolutely, right? So. Using all of those skills, um, what what is it that you're doing right now? Like, can you really like dive in and tell us about what you're offering right now to the world?
1: Yeah. So so what I offer is pretty much a mentorship um, Mm -hmm. program. So I do uh, for wives and non-married, but for women who want to be married or see marriage in their future, just kind of giving that insight and those details and those you know, being there to answer those questions and and give that that experience share that, you know, maybe your big sister or your big, your aunt or someone would give you, but not all of us have those, you know, people around to provide that type of detail, right? We're living in a new age where things are different. So when you look around, let me just ask you, how many uh, people growing up in your life were married?
0: not many right
1: that's the story for many people Mm -hmm. meaning if they have questions about marriage or questions about you know even going into that lifestyle Mm -hmm. who do they have to ask
0: not Not many many not many and i I think they should ask someone who
1: actually has done it successfully like yourself yeah and that's where i come in with Mm. with the mentorship program not so that's for non-married right but also for the wives so okay. what Wait, I, which one came first? The wives. All right. The, yeah. The, so I have um, Team Wife Life. That's mm-hmm. the brand. Okay. And then I have Winning Wives. That's the that is the the mentorship just for the married women. Okay. okay? And that came about because I decided wives we have lives. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wife life matters. Right, okay? okay. And we need to be winning not just in marriage. But in our personal life, mm-hmm. we have a personal life, even in marriage, uh, with our children, with our health, we need to be winning in every area. So in order for us to win, we need to start dealing with some of the things that we're going through. So I created a safe space where women meet together three to four times a month um, virtually, and then one physical outing. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and it's just, I mean, it's so, it's its what I needed. So because it wasn't in existence, I brought it to life, mm-hmm. right? So. This means uh, we talk about different different you know categories, whether it's submission mm-hmm. to your husband, whether it's how do you work together, being married, right? It's a safe space with like-minded women who are able to talk about these topics and share their experiences, share their knowledge, share whatever. If it's a book that helps, we have a place now to come and get all of that information and fellowship together.
0: So question of uh, so I know you were just speaking a moment ago about people not really knowing if they need this or not. Yeah. So at what point does a woman actually realize she needs to be a part of your organization? Like what, what's going on in her life where yeah. she's like, okay, I better I better connect with her.
1: I think every wife needs a community, um, but I, am, I have the capacity <laughs> um, and, and it's not, you know, expensive. So if you don't know if you need it, but you're married, try it. Okay. Come try it out and see for yourself in person what we do so you can make that decision to know if you need it or not. I have wives of all different dynamics in other countries. Oh, wow. yeah. And this has only been for two months. Oh. But I'm getting text messages, inboxes, emails saying how great the class was or how amazing the meeting was mm-hmm. because it's so impactful. And impact is more important than income for me yeah, I agree you know too. and so um, if you're not sure check us out you know okay. just come in get your feet warm um, if you don't like it leave no
0: no, no. no I don't think they're gonna leave, no, they're not gonna leave.
1: <laughs> no you're not and I'm very confident in that because again this is something that is really not it's not being done mm-hmm. but the feedback the growth um, is letting me know that we're doing what needs to be done in this mm-hmm. day and age. So I'm really just I'm really a girls girl. So yeah. I know that it's needed. It's just it's something you gotta experience, you yeah. know?
0: I know that we have these uh reality shows yeah where they're showing the wives right. of the men who are doing some oh amazing things. Yeah. And I think the dynamic is that they show the drama. Right. And so are you basically like saying you don't have to have drama and you, you wanna make drama. sure you're no. avoiding the drama. <laughs> so like that's no. your
1: no 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 this is nothing like that right you're trying to make sure you avoid it right correct well i think that life is going to give you drama whether you ask for it or not whether Mm. there's a camera rolling or not you are going to have some drama (laughs) in your life right yeah but i my goal is to promote long lasting marriages especially in the minority communities we don't see it often right we we just had that talk we didn't see marriage growing up from our community from our people from our families so my objective is to change that, right? And I, th- I really believe that a big part of that came from not having the right people in your life mm-hmm. to work out some of those indifferences with or to receive information and mentorship and guidance mm-hmm. with certain things that may not cause for divorce. But because we get so frustrated, because we get so closed in, we have nowhere to go, that's the only option, let me cut ties. But then when you're dealing with, with other women who are, you know, who, who have experienced this or may have a different perspective or a different insight, mm-hmm. that might help you and, and you're bear you able to take that back and say, okay, let me try this. Before I call it quits, let me try this. Mm-hmm. But it's not just a one one and done. This is monthly. Oh. We're working on ourselves every single month, three times in a class with different topics. We get to talk about this stuff openly, so we can decide if our marriage is going, if we're going to continue to fight for our marriage, if we're going to continue to grow and thrive in our marriage, mm-hmm. or if it's just let's just cut it dry, right, and and, and cut it off. But yeah. I, I really believe that community is probably one of the biggest things that That's will help us. what I'm us. thinking
0: about this, I wanted to talk about the fact that the com- community. Um, Setup is is there. So like the women actually get to know other women. I do. So do you have it where they kind of break off and they make their own relationships so with the women in the group? As that well? is
1: absolutely the goal, the goal, and mm-hmm. it's happening. But um, again, this is new for me. So this okay. is about two months in. Um, so we haven't gotten to that point, but I feel like it's happening very soon. Mm-hmm. I can see um, that. To the point where if I'm in another city, like I'm down here in Florida right now, mm-hmm. um, I'll meet women who are either a part of the wife group or they want to introduce me to other wives so that they know that may not have they may not be in the wife group yet, okay. and we'll go out to dinner, we'll go out for girls' night, we'll do things to make it to see, okay, there is something here, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I need to be a part of this because it's, it's nothing like telling your husband, hey, I'm gonna go out with the girls, and they're all married. Right. You get but what I'm saying? Because he
0: actually wants that.
1: Really wants does, that. Yes. I mean, of course, but you know, we don't have that option all the time because unfortunately not all of our friends are Well, not unfortunately, but mm-hmm. not all of our friends are married, so we don't just cut them off because you're not married, right. you know what I mean? But we do have that option of going out with the married girls, where we all kind of have the same, you know, kind of minds, mm-hmm. interests in certain areas. Um, and it's just, it's a lot easier. We kind of, you know, like yesterday, I went out with a couple girls, mm-hmm. and they're not married, but you know, when guys came over, like, I'm like, oh no, okay. Mm-hmm. But that was yeah. not their flow, you know? <laughs> that was not their flow, so I kinda had to like, go dismiss myself, and like, mm-hmm. get a hangout, and check out the scenery, yeah. and then come back when they were done, you know? And it was like, it doesn't have to be an awkward thing, right. but it does make for, um, like a different flow when you're going out with women who have the same situation, you know what I mean? So that's why uh, one of the things that we do is a monthly meeting where we go out. Either it's, I don't care if it's the gun range or if we're going, you know, zip lining together. We're doing things that we like to do that don't necessarily require our husbands to shut down to and come do them with us, right? I've met plenty of wives who kind of just don't go anywhere or do anything until their husband's ready to do it with them. And I think sometimes that's because they don't have anybody to do it with. So if we create this calendar, which I do every first of the month, I drop a calendar in my uh, in the group chat, and everyone knows how to plan their month or plan ahead of time, and if they want to come down, or if they're in another state or another city, they're now they now have a challenge to get with someone in, in their area. Uh huh. It doesn't have to be someone married, but it can be a friend or something. But you're, the point is, you're being intentional about making sure you're still living. You're mm-hmm. still you still have a life mm-hmm. outside of taking care of your husband. The children, Mm -hmm. you get what I'm saying? So, that to me is a big part of self care is just making sure you have a life as well. Underground is group. Underground
0: is group. Do you have a lot of women in your group that are um, trying to pull themselves away from? the image of the husband. So like they are married, and then the woman is like behind the husband all the time. So do you have a lot of women that are, they're aiming to create their own identities and like kind of pull themselves out? I think every
1: wife is. Yeah. I do. I think every wife is, whether she admits it now or not. Mm -hmm. I think if you, uh, I think it's very rare to see women, wives that are actually thriving. You know, like Mm -hmm. sometimes it's like, like, not that the wife doesn't look happy, but um, I see often the wife just kind of looks like she's going with the flow, yeah, right? Yeah, Let me just do what works, that. right? Mm-hmm. And and um, I'm like, I'm done with that, you know? Like I'm done with going with the flow. Like right? I want to be intentional about reaching my goals and setting goals and being, you know, strong and and still being myself, where it doesn't interfere or it doesn't hurt my marriage. But right. that's why the wife community is a place where it's appropriate to do those things and to find out how we can navigate being ourselves while being married. Mm, you get what I mean? Yeah. So we talk about still maintaining the feminine quality, still submitting to the leader of the household, mm-hmm. still, you know, without feeling disturbed about that or feeling like, okay, well I'm just you know, I have to be this, you know, subservient person right, right. you know, in every aspect of my life. So no, you can just, you know, make that the the environment there but you still have a life and it's okay to live it yeah so yeah i think i think many women um are trying to balance being themselves um still having a life outside of you know marriage
0: i think we were having a conversation about the feminine and masculine um qualities and um like for a woman to be careful about <laughs> being a little too masculine in her relationship. Yeah. So do you guys talk about some of those things oh, yeah. that just kind of balance out the relationship and help the woman to kinda of know how to show up?
1: Yeah, and, and you know, here's the thing. Everybody's marriage is different. Mm-hmm. Right? There are some men who don't care. There are there are gonna be topics we talk about where you just don't resonate. It makes sense. You don't I'm glad you said you that know? because I think
0: that helps people to understand that they can be a part of this and every little thing that's discussed may not be for them
1: no yeah of course i mean there are some women who don't struggle with submission you mm-hmm. know some women who are like excellent at it but that's an opportunity for you to show up uh-huh.
0: and help someone else that's in the right group. it's Hello. not just about me i love it. i
1: put myself in the position of leadership as far as i'm volunteering to spend my, a majority of my week collecting data and information and, and organizing this whole thing that's what it mm-hmm. is right but this is also your platform this is also your community where you can be yourself and have that wife talk, share your talents. We want to know too, what's working well for beautiful. you, right? And so that's that's the, that's the point is really for us to, there are great, there are many talented wives, but again, because we have our life takes a different turn. I did it myself. When my life took a different turn, I dropped everything. And it wasn't for the man per se, He was, was a great man, but my life took a turn. I needed to show up for this life now, this new life that requires a different Erica. Mm. It didn't require the Erica who went to work, who had plans, who did all of these things. It required the Erica to support what's already thriving, do what makes sense, learn something new, be a student, right? It it required that person. Again, I had no idea about entrepreneurship. So I had to literally become a student to my husband, who was a great entrepreneur, who only knows entrepreneurship, and also be able to interject when it came time for us to hire people. Okay, but this is how we do in the corporate world. This oh, is how we deal perfect. with our clients, right? Of course, but that cohesiveness is not easy when you walk in holding on to all of these things, right? You got to kind of figure out a way to, and again, it's all about navigating. It was a new space uh, for me. Um, I had, again, no resources except for books and things like that, but yeah, it takes a lot of time to kind of go through yeah. which one is going to resonate with you. But speaking so, of that
0: how how long did it take for you to birth this idea like how long were you sitting on it and then what did it take to push it out
1: i came out with the idea the day i got married you're serious yeah i have proof uh, uh well your, your, your husband
0: mine. is to document the process <laughs> so i'm sure you documented it
1: i did <laughs> i did i i came up with the um i posted a picture it was a it was a day before we was it, and I, maybe it was like the day before we got married and I was like, ooh, you know what would be cool? Like, if he had communities, this was a thing, right, five years ago, and I'm like, "Who mm-hmm. it would be cool if we had like a white community. Nice. Because I was that friend that always kind of like had my vision. And like, you know, people are like, you manifested this life, you know, because I would be like, no, I'm doing this and I'm going to have this and I'm going to be like this, you know. Uh, but I was just very serious about it, like very intentional. And uh, my friends will always come to me about relationship advice and, it, and they noticed it wasn't the, the normal, you know, just kind of like, oh, you know, whatever. It was very detailed. And I think that comes from my psychology background where I'm able to break down perspectives and situations and also having so many brothers where I'm able to understand the man a little bit more. Okay, I think that helps out. Of course, having a, a father that was crazy all over the place, you know, high high level of energy and high level entrepreneur and all of those good things before it became a thing, uh, mm-hmm. that that was my my upbringing.
0: Do you think you can get all of your brothers together to come into your group? Because I can only imagine with well, he said thing four is, brothers,
1: they're young, they're all uh, younger than me.
0: Well, they still have a perspective, <laughs> you know. But I'm just thinking like if they were to come in and just talk to because they're all different. Uh-huh and you learned from them I did so I think they would be able to come into your group and just share and answer some questions Sure. for the sure. women I think because some of this comes from them yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah. listen.
1: I just had to <laughs> throw that idea. in there because I thought it was that's really cute. yeah because yeah.
0: you, you're using your actual real life experience right. to build and you know this thing out absolutely so okay so um from the moment you've been married how long five years so it's it took five years five years because it's only you're only two months in how long before the public knew about it like when you were really really building it was it literally two months ago or was it like maybe Um, i
1: i december is when i started to put everything together okay uh but i created the uh the first acronym um so i I took the word wife Mm and i was like thinking about it and sitting on it and like it was just like yeah, this is like this new thing is like taking over my life right now. And like, what is this, right? Okay. And uh, so I decided that wives were from the word from the W letter, worthy, mm-hmm. right? Um, were also investments. Okay, worthy and, investments. Uh-huh, forever. Forever. Yeah, so that's what a wife is. Worthy investments forever. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, so, you know, just like any other investment, literally, if you take it to, you know, to a business or to a bank, you put this investment in, you want it to grow. Mm. You want a return on it. You want it to, uh, to bring you, right, something or to do something to thrive, right? That's what an investment is. So when you think about the man, he finds the wife, right? That's not, that's not my idea. That is the way God, you know, established it. He who finds a wife finds a good thing. Yeah, that's so what say. and this is why I say it's important for us not to look or see but to prepare. So, that to me is our only job. Okay,
0: so first of all, I hope, hope that's a t shirt, the acronyms, and second is. of all, oh, it is. I'm, I'm sure I know. Mean, <laughs> I mean. All right, so I want to I wanna move into there's another group we, yes. we've been talking about the women who are wise. Yes, so there's the other group uh, for the women who are becoming wise. Yes. Because you just mentioned being prepared, yes. So I'm sure—is that where that came from? Absolutely. Like you're like, okay, you're not there yet, but you—you you got inquiries, right? Women that oh, were yeah. asking we start,
1: you. We start tomorrow. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so uh, it's called Wives in Waiting. Okay. Uh, and it—it it just comes from like you know, just kind of growing up, uh, knowing that, you know, again, how it how it comes about, right? He who finds a wife finds a good being. So we are not the seekers. We are the ones who are sought, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And it doesn't mean you literally just sit and wait, right? But what does your life look like up until the moment your future husband finds you? Because he needs to
0: find what he's looking for. Correct. Mmm. Yeah. 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 And I like so it.
1: it's not about necessarily changing everything about you to make you fit this vision of whatever this is you don't know you don't know
0: but through your group they get to see what it looks like in other women you just get to see some
1: preparation some preparation right okay. what are the things that we've done what was our life looking like right meaning no one cannot tell you what this man who i don't know is looking for in a wife But what i can tell you is that many of us have a similar situation where we were walking in our true selves when our husbands came about Mm -hmm. where we were being very intentional about life but we were being very ambitious we didn't have time for anything that didn't serve our purpose Mm -hmm. um you know we were all um you know just purposeful right and so again the reason why this is important now is because we do live in a time frame where right there's there's a lot of you know the reality shows that mm-hmm. don't show uh, reality. Right. Okay. <laughs> they show the drama. They show the toxic things. Um, and, and unfortunately, these are the mentors. Whether they want to be the mentors or yeah, not, this is who the youth, the younger women, are looking up to be like. Because in their mind, these are the women who get the good life. These oh, are the so women. Sad. it's so sad, it's yeah. terrible. These are the women who, who you know, get to do all the shopping and get mm-hmm. to live this life and get to, you know, do all these things, these superficial things that the young girls think life is about.
0: So you're breaking down those walls oh, and yeah. helping people to oh, see yeah. what they this really is, need to
1: see. Right, and it's like, if there's so much more substance to life than the glitz and the glam. Mm-hmm. And when you're walking in your purpose, guess what? That comes with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just does. It doesn't matter if you're a millionaire, billionaire, everyone can walk into the loyster. There is no, there's no uh, tax, check that they do at the door or some kind of, oh, how much did you make this year? You're able to walk in there and and get it and do it yourself. Doesn't matter what kind of life you're living. Mm -hmm. So women need to understand, you don't have to sell yourself a certain way, project yourself or portray yourself a certain way or do things that are not, you know, in alignment with who you are as a person Mm -hmm. or even your spiritual, right? um, In order to reap a certain type of lifestyle or a certain type of benefit. Doing exactly what I want to do, how I want to do it, you I know what I mean. It. And I really want women to understand that it doesn't matter what age you are. But I just feel like what's being shown and what's being portrayed is all a trick. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like come and, and do this, and the less you wear, and the less you you respect yourself, and the less you require, mm-hmm. the more you know uh, benefits you're gonna have. And that's, yeah, that's absolutely sure. false. So yeah. I'm on a mission to make sure women know. That is not what it's about. Let's get down to the root of these things, right? Let's get down to healing. Let's get down to dealing with traumas. Let's get down to being, making sure you have a vision for yourself in your life. And once you align all of those things and you deal with all of those things about yourself, mm-hmm. yeah, he's gonna have no choice but to meet you and say, this is a wife. Right, <laughs> and
0: you're making the women <laughs> so much stronger, you know, and, and they're becoming so much more empowered. And I, I, I love everything that you're doing. Yeah. And you know, so. what's, what's
1: funny is, you know, women think this is about the husband, right? They may, they may think right. this is about the husband. Oh, wives and waiting. Oh, you. Oh, I'm supposed to learn how to, you know, uh, rub feet. Or, or uh, make a meal, and I can't even cook. So no, this is <laughs> okay. not. This is not about that. But it's it's really about again making sure you are the best you. Right. So again, when someone uh, finds you, when the man finds you, he finds you as so valuable, such an investment, mm-hmm. so uh, ready. And you're to more do life whole, with someone. exactly. Because
0: I, I always hear that um, you know th- these two people come together and they uh, make one hundred percent and make a whole. But I believe that a woman should come in at a hundred percent of who she is, that's and right. him as well. That's right. And then they come Put those together. two together yeah. and make a
1: bigger whole. Exactly. As, that's exactly what yeah. happened. Like I said, you know, had I had I had Maddie met me, maybe. You know three four years ago where i'm like getting ready to, to you know i'm in college i'm not really sure what i want to do what i would not be able to commit my life to marriage and a new chapter and oh no 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 no.
0: well i guess it was all in perfect timing
1: correct you know and again it, that's different for every person but just getting that mindset together mm-hmm. and you know just putting things in perspective for yourself and knowing who you are more is, is really gonna make you prepared for that next level. Exactly.
0: So I, I have a few more questions for you, but I want you to tell people how they get connected to you, yeah. how they can become a part of what you yeah. have going on. So just share with us. With yes.
1: You. So on Instagram, it's C-E-O-M-R-S-M-A-T-T-Y. So CEO, Miss Maddie. Um, I also have a website, www.teamwifelife.com. And that's where you'll learn about the wives in waiting, Um, And on my Instagram, if you click the link in my bio, you'll see the first couple tabs are all about team wife life All about the wife community the winning wives um, And you'll see all of those things literally Instagram is like the hub for me of where to find me You can shoot me a DM um, if you want to know more about which group is best for you um, And yeah, all right.
0: So let's uh, jump into Instagram so you've been reaching women across the world you clearly just told me that there are women in other countries yes. that are connected to you what are you doing on Instagram give us some like some of your tactics that that's making people see what you're doing and what's going on here give, give them some tips okay
1: so y'all I don't have the most followers but I am seeing the growth and I am attracting the audience that that I want okay um, and so I, I had to first get a business coach I'm mentor, mentor, mentored out. Like I don't <laughs> mentored out. I am mentored out. I have a mentor, I have a health mentor. I have of course at church my spiritual mentors. Mm-hmm. I have um, um business mentor. Mm-hmm. Like a stylist sometimes you know that I can reach out to Mm -hmm. um because again life is so fast paced for me because I'm not only you know doing my business but I'm still helping my husband to run his business Mm -hmm. so I call it like you know almost a 50 50 where half of the week or half of the day I'm running his businesses and the other half I'm tending to my business and I have it set up like that so that I can be present in Mm both but yes so the first thing was getting a business mentor okay right that will help me to establish what it is I need to show, what it is I
0: need to oh, focus on. Oh, okay, that got deep. That got, yeah. wait, that got it really went, deep. It went, okay. I know I was like, I said about Instagram that she's like a business coach, but what you're saying is, you can't even show up on your Instagram page as who you are and helping people to understand it until you really know. So they had to kind of Need to that. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Okay, thank you. Thanks that's for coming. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's exactly. That's exactly in. what I do. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so okay.
1: that's that's 100 important. I mean, okay. some people are very natural with it, and it works for them, you know. Mm-hmm. But you either have the personal brand, mm-hmm. and then you attach a business to it, okay. and people support it, or you have no personal brand, build the business, and people attach to support that. So I did the latter. I didn't have a personal brand that anyone knew about to just attach a business and then boom, it's making a million dollars in the first year. Okay. So because I had no personal brand, my personal brand is my business. So I started from ground zero with both. So now I am developing myself as a personal brand, as CEO Miss Maddie, mm-hmm. and as the wife mentor. Or Wait, do you have, how many pages do you have? I have two, Okay. Um, but I focus on one which is my personal page. Um, however, for the sake of documentation, the sake of appropriateness, I have the separate page. But again, there's no right or wrong, wrong way to do it. This is just the way that I've done it for other people in the past, right? Mm-hmm. Other um, high-level influencers that we have taken their page or taken their, their business and taken it to the next level, done a campaign with them or something. Mm-hmm. I like the, the feeling of, if I wanna you know, heavily promote something, I don't always have to use my page. I have my business page where I can just go crazy and people already know what to expect Okay. there, right? But with my personal page, I have to balance a little bit of business,
0: a little bit of me. That's a good tip. I think that's something people need to hear.
1: Yeah, so it just depends, right? But like my husband, his Maddie's page is both, you know? He doesn't need a separate page because he himself is the brand. Mm -hmm. There is no separate you know, tab that he needs to open for they can get everything right through him, whether it's lifestyle, education, all of those things right through him. But for me, the way I'm doing these is a little different. I have the clothing line that's attached, I have the the coffee mugs, I have different products that need, you know, different, you know, may need a model or may need to show other people wearing it or, so it's appropriate for me to have a separate page for for this business. Okay. you were just indirectly giving us some tips. Thank you.
0: <laughs> when you said there's a model, you know, other people are wearing it yes. and things like that. Yeah. So um, do you find that you need to do a lot of that or do you kind of do quite a bit of that yourself? Like, are you holding your mugs? Are you wearing your t-shirts? Or, I mean, your apparel your, your will People
1: definitely need to see other people with your okay, products. Okay, thank you. So the next tip I'll give is uh, uh, influencer marketing mm-hmm. um, but it doesn't always have to be these huge influencers it can be micro influencers mm-hmm. and I say people who are you know 10,000 and less followers um, reaching out to them and you know letting them know hey I have this product um, I want to send you a, a care box you know just tag me when you decide to use it or wear it they already care about their brand so they don't post low quality pictures okay so if I'm providing an item for you, uh, you're going to to wear it. You're going to use it because I've already done the research to make sure this is a product that sells. Okay, right? Which you get your business coach so they can tell you because I'm not going to tell you how to make sure a product sells. So that's not my job. It's <laughs> <That's> another story. <laughs> but um, once you've established your products, you know they sell. Now it's time for you to do a couple things for marketing so I reach out to those women who have very good quality photos who are married who resonate with my my uh, brand and I say hey I want to see your care package they receive it they post it within the first week or so because I've already done the work to make sure it's a product that works Mm -hmm. Um, and then once they post that picture I now gain their audience they gain a free product or two Mm -hmm. and we I now have new marketing material so that then brings in more sales, generates more sales. When I want to post about my my business, I'm not just posting me. I'm not finding out different ways to contour my body, okay. different hairstyles, <laughs> right. you know. I have other people that are also showing off their customer, or they bought, and they do become customers. Actually, if I haven't reached out fast enough to these influencers, like, hey, I have a new, new item, they'll, they'll buy it. I'm like girl i was gonna send it to you They're right like, no, i no, no going no. send it. well look yeah. let's not
0: tell them all the secrets they don't need to you can buy a little bit of, you can buy you know. a little bit yeah
1: and i love that because they always come back and support that so those are a few things that i'm doing um and then just being a lot more intentional that's like my word of the year because i think that is like the foundation of everything mm-hmm. um you can post your random stuff you can post things you feel like posting right i nobody's gonna tell me how to post that's great but if you're building a brand online, it mm-hmm. does matter. It matters uh, how, the clarity of your pictures, uh, getting into these apps that, that are out there, these Photoshop apps, right. um, not to create a facade, but just to enhance the quality of your brand. Instagram, as Maddie would say, is like a TV channel. And every time somebody scrolls past your channel, they can either click and say, hmm, this is interesting, let me watch a little more, I'm gonna give it a follow, I'm gonna tune into that program. Or they can scroll by, like it's a commercial, I don't wanna see it. So if you are creating a brand, you have to treat Instagram like your TV show. So they get to see my TV show. They see when I go out of town. They know my family. That's what I was gonna you ask know? you.
0: What are you actually posting that you think that's helping you to win your audience?
1: Yeah, so I post a lot about the behind the scenes. What I'm doing in, in the businesses with my husband, our date nights, our anniversary we celebrated online, um, you know, where people <laughs> are with us at dinner, you know, or they got to see like my new little ring, um, you know. So I get to let them in on on different things like that, uh, changes. Like if we're moving, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up the camera a little bit and let people see that we're moving into a new place. Um, if we're out of town like we are now, we're staying for a couple weeks. People are going to know, like, oh, y'all we gotta go out of town. It ain't just, but it's because we're not coming out of town just for fun or for leisure. We're coming for business as well. So just them getting to know who I am, what we do, right? And, of course, they already find Maddie very interesting. He's been doing this for, like, 15 years. Like, I've, again, he's, I've never known him to have a job. So, uh, he's been an entrepreneur for a very long time, so him already being popular, already being known, they want to know what's going on behind the scenes. And they know wifey is going to keep it real. They already know I'm going to show all the craziness and, you know, not too much. Of course, I respect our brand and our privacy, um, but I'm, I'm a woman, so my, my lens is going to look different than Maddie's lens. So what
0: kind of things don't people know about you that maybe we could share right now, like Um,
1: something people don't know? I don't know, I feel like I'm like showing it. So my stories pretty much show like a lot of like what I like to do, what I like to eat um when i'm traveling my family like i'm always giving tips on there and that's really who i am like i'm literally like a walking mentor like anywhere i go i'm sitting down with like you guys experienced it like i'm sitting down with people i'm just talking like you know because i do feel like i'm very non-judgmental um but i am very clear on on certain things and i love to help people get into that like just being clear and again i don't know everything of course i would never ever ever say that but I am, I've been through the mindset of like, oh, I don't know, I'm indecisive. I don't know how to make a decision. I don't know what to do what's best for my life. And I found the reason was because I was afraid of consequences and failures. And what if this is not the right decision? But then I had to come to the, the perspective that, life is life. Like it doesn't matter if I'm 100% clear on something, whatever's supposed to happen in that moment, it's gonna happen. To happen. Yeah, so I just love to help people get comfortable being themselves, right? And so that's actually the person that I've walked into as of this past year or so. And it has been the most freeing and liberating thing ever in life. It's made me feel more beautiful. It's made me show up more beautiful mm-hmm. um, and, and just be a, a better light to people around I me. Mean, I really cannot thank God enough for giving me that awakening. Um, but it just took, you know, not being afraid to go through things, you know, yeah. not just get to them, stop, call, fall. Yeah. Like just going through them and just taking taking all that comes with it.
0: And I know um, genu- being a genuine person to your yeah. audience is really what um, helps anyone to to connect with their audience. And I just wanna say like, just from the moment I met you, all the way until this moment, I felt felt genuine. Oh. Genuine, um, genuine Erica, you know, and I think that's what definitely is going to help you to continue to connect with more and more women across and I just can see that this is going to be like all over the place. You're probably going to have some sort of a conference at some point in time, where people are coming in like not these little meetups. I I just see that. I don't know why I said that, but I just did. So um, I'm excited about everything that's gonna happen based upon you being you and you showing up as you and helping people the way you want to. So just thank you for being you.
1: Thank you. Thank you. So, I'm amazed at what yes. you do as well. Like I'm, I'm following, you. I'm learning. Like I just followed you recently because mm-hmm. we just met recently. Yeah. But I'm learning, I'm always a student in every situation. So I love it.
0: Thank you so much. So a moment ago, you mentioned the word beautiful, so I have to say and ask you, you're very beautiful, and I have to, and women have to compliment women. We do. So, you know, I don't like women, but I tell women all the time that they're beautiful because Mm -hmm. I think that it's something that should happen. So I wanted to say that to you, but besides that, um, I want to ask you about your makeup because your makeup is beautiful. (laughs) So um, I believe, because I come from the beauty industry, Right. so that was me for like 30 years almost in my life. But um, I believe women should know how to do their makeup. Right. So, I agree. how did you learn how to do your makeup? I hired a mentor. I'm no, not no, kidding. Saying, no, no, no. I promise no, you. I, don't I can it. pull
1: it up. I can pull it up. I'll pull up the messages. Okay, what happened in this case? So, literally, guys, like life is in abundance right now. Like you can literally do so much in life, but. If you don't manage your time correctly, you lose. You okay, lose time, and it's just like, ugh, right? Because you get frustrated trying to research everything, right? Imagine how long it would take for me to learn how to do makeup the way you know how to do makeup. And you've done this for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Why would I not come to you and say, hey, are you a coach or a mentor? Can you coach me in this area? Yeah to me it shows humbleness and humility it mm-hmm. doesn't show neediness or dependence or laziness mm-hmm. it shows i'm very serious about what i need to do and that's what happened we would go out of town places like this um and or or you know wherever we would go and whenever we had an event because we always do for You're work an had to hire an artist and that sometimes was the most inconvenient thing. We don't usually rent two cars to go out of town. We're usually together. Mm-hmm. We have to show up together, right? They, they understand it's the team thing, right? Mm-hmm. And so now I have to tell him, honey, I need to use the car. We gotta leave lunch Girl, with these, like, these these <laughs> this business lunch to go to get my makeup done right. and come back. And then that's an hour of traffic and then here and then go. It, it's crazy. too much. It's too much. It's too much. Right. So I was sp- spending, Anywhere from you know three hours just to go and get my makeup done to show up to the event, and it was disturbing the flow of life for me. Mm-hmm. So I hired a mentor. Mm-hmm. Um, her name is Melanie Edwards. She's in Atlanta. Um, I don't know if she does virtual class. I think she does do virtual classes she has as well. Yeah, but... she does. Um, and maybe we can like tag her or something. But she uh, was a friend of ours and she, she let me know that she does, you know, so I trusted her. And, and I signed up for her program and she provided me a cute kit and everything. So finding the right mentors is also very important, but it does come a little trial and error. But, you know, people leave reviews, people leave comments, people, you know, brag and share about their experiences with other people. So that allowed me to trust her, her uh, expertise. And so we went in, we, we did our session for about an hour and a half. And I left feeling like I could do whatever. Yes. You know, and, and also it was better for me because I can do it the way I like it. You know? It doesn't I don't have to feel like it's right, you don't have to my say things, have to like or, this. Yeah, or I'm not satisfied or she did this here, but not you know, you can't take that person everywhere. Yeah, I know, I'm not i that level yet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I just again I did this so that I'm not dependent on other people. Yeah. I lived that life where I was just completely dependent even like some people for the pandemic didn't know what to do with their hair and nails makeup because they're used to depending on other people But if you hire a mentor you learn from that person you receive your coaching you take your notes now you can do it yourself mm-hmm. boom that's a life
0: hack yes well um we're getting ready to come to the close of this um interview but I really want to know you, you said something I saw something that you posted You said that you only do things that make you elevate.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Tell me about that. I think someone needs to hear what that means.
1: Awesome. It was a song lyric, (laughs) but it definitely applies. And that's where the captions come from, right? We post things and we have captions and we do these things that resonate with us, right? And so um, that's what I want my wives in waiting and what I want people to understand is intentionality. Mm -hmm. Things that make me elevate, that's very intentional, right? So I'm not gonna go to certain places or do certain things or get into certain hobbies or eat at certain restaurants or whatever if it doesn't make me or propel me to the next level in life. So mm-hmm. I have this two-year rule that I love to share with people. Okay. Oh, okay. Looks and my two-year with rule it. is uh, I have a two-year rule for anything in life. Whatever is not serving me, whatever is not elevating me, whatever is not propelling me to the next level. Mm-hmm. For two years, if I do my analysis, and I've spent two years on this thing, and it ain't doing what it needs to, it ain't giving what it needs to give, mm-hmm. I gotta cut it off.
0: Cut it off, just like that. Just gotta I
1: cut do, it off. I do, because I've had those experiences. I remember being a bank teller. You were a bank out. teller too. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh, you talking, didn't tell me about that. I've done it. I've done, done everything. Oh okay. But the reason why is because I have a two-year limit. Okay. So it doesn't allow me to waste my time trying to decide if this is for me. I'm not going off of just a, a feeling. So I was a bank teller for about uh, two years uh, in in college. And uh, another guy, my colleague, was next to me. He had been a bank teller for eight years. We were making the same amount of money. Wait, but eight years? For eight years, okay, because okay. the cost of living was different then. <laughs> so he came in at a certain, and then he started going up, and then we're not gonna change it exponentially because you now, you, So we ended up making the same amount of money when I came in. So when I found out he was doing this for eight years at the same amount of money, I was devastated. Because your next eight years would be the same. thing. I could (laughs) not do it. And so at that moment I was triggered. I'm like, no, 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 no. I have to come up with some kind of way to not allow myself to waste that much time. And so two years for me. So it can be whatever it is for anybody. It doesn't have to be two years. It could be three years. It could be five years. It could be six months. Because there are some things that don't serve me after six months or three weeks and I decided to cut it off thin, but two years is my max. I don't care if it's a car, job, place, hair, it does not matter to me. After two years, if I've been doing the same thing, hoping for a certain result, mm-hmm. and it hasn't, I'm not elevating with it, it can't come. Ooh. And so that's where that kind of mindset comes from. It's just, its I am very disciplined now, and intentional with the things that I do and how I do them because I have a goal. And all of us have to have our goals. We have to be intentional. We have to make sure that we're holding ourselves accountable because nobody's gonna come down and say, hey, you're not on track for the things that you said you wanted to do. This just doesn't, doesn't happen anymore. We've been conditioned to think that way with things like school, our parents, right? And that's just a way of life. But once we fly out of the nest, we're not responsible to get our own food, right? Mm -hmm. Mommy's not bringing it back to us and putting it down our throats. And we've Mm -hmm. outgrown that. So now we need to catch up with that life. And I think as minorities, especially, we have to learn how to have accountability for ourselves. We have to learn to say, I'm responsible for my happiness. I'm responsible for the way my life turns out. I'm responsible. Yes, we're all dealt different cards, but we are also dealt ways to play them, right? So let's play our cards. Let's not worry about how to play a card, a a deck of cards that we don't have. We got to know how to play our hand. So get with somebody, find a mentor who has played your hand, and okay. learn from them. And that is that and is. And I think I, that's a
0: wrap. I mean, what else <laughs> do we, we say mean. after that? So um, I have a few more questions, but we're not gonna do it here. So if you guys wanna catch the other- Let's do part two. Yeah, we'll have something else. So I'm not we'll leaving, how I'll be in it. Miami. All right, all right. <laughs> okay, so um, I just wanna say thank you once again you. for, like I said, for being you, for doing what you do, for being supportive to. A community of people who need what you actually have already experienced, I and I think that it's gonna be like um, so easy for you. It's all of it is a no brainer, wow. and um, just, just
1: keep That's going. Compliment. I'm, yes. I'm really looking forward to um, building a relationship with you mm-hmm. um, and I can learn from you, likewise. Yeah, uh, because it's in, in just you kind of understanding that I've only been in this for a couple months, mm-hmm. but even inviting me to interview me Yay, is like you. huge for me. You. So I really appreciate you all um, for this opportunity. So
0: yeah, let's thank do it again. <laughs> all right, we will. So goodbye everyone or so long till next time. So we're closing out this segment of Entrepreneurs Speak. Thank you again. Thank you. All right.
1: Underground Biz Group. An underground
0: Biz Group.